RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. Welcome back to Live Bold and Boss Up. We are back and we have our very special guest on again, Dan Rodriguez. Welcome back to this episode. Be right in the house. So great to be here with these with these ladies. I'm so excited. So we wanted to bring D-Rod in and help us talk about ghosting. Why do people do it? How to overcome this? And, you know, whether you're in sales, staffing, or even dating, it happens, right? It's crazy. Unfortunately. Yeah. And just don't do it. Don't do it. First of all, everyone knows what ghosting is, I'm assuming. That's a good point. We should address that. So ghosting is when... You're talking to someone, you're having a great conversation in the recruiting business, they're interviewing, they've gone through three stages, they're about to get an offer, and then all of a sudden, what happens? Ghosting. They're gone. Poof. They're MIA. Disappear. They're gone. Or, I've heard stories on the flip side, this isn't us, of course, but where a candidate has interviewed for a job, they thought it went great, and then they don't hear back either from the company or from a recruiter, and it just goes silent, and they never know what happens. Such a bad candidate experience. Agreed. There's nothing worse than being excited, getting an offer from a client, calling Jimmy and going, hey, Jimmy, I have exciting news for you. I have an offer for you from the client that you told me that you wanted to work for really bad. And then they never call you back. He's ghosting. <laughs> on. Disappeared. Is he in the hospital? Did right. he move to Europe? I mean, the real thing is, first of all, we're worried about you. We care about you. At this point, we've built a relationship with you. We are worried that you're in a ditch somewhere and something is seriously wrong. Right? Yeah, honestly. Like, especially in our business, we build a relationship with the candidates and the clients so if we don't hear from you, yeah, good point. We're worried. Yeah. It's okay, guys. We're and gals. We're big people. We understand. <laughs> if you just give us the courtesy of your call and say, hey, look, I took another job. I decided I'm not interested. Whatever. We're all, you know, we're all adults here. Let's just be straight up and honest. Right. That's a good point. I mean, just if you have a reason for, you know, not wanting to continue or down that path on that job, let that recruiter know. But also, I think this episode could be for other recruiters out there um, that don't get back to the candidates. I mean, Um, whether you're a corporate recruiter or another agency recruiter, I think it's important that they start paying attention to those, you know, second runner-up, third runner-up candidates that don't get the offer because they could be a great potential for a different role down the road. Right. If someone's not selected, let them know politely. They'd rather know that they weren't selected than just not hearing anything at all. And then give specific, give them feedback as to why. Or if you don't have feedback, just give the no update update. Like, hey, I don't have an update, but wanted to let you know I didn't forget about you. We haven't heard anything yet. 
So I will let you know as soon as I do. Oh, man. I hate giving the no update (laughs) update, but I think the candidates really appreciate it. I mean, even the clients, right? When you are not seeing maybe the specific candidate that they're looking for, giving, you know, having that conversation with them and saying, hey, we're still looking for you. We still see you. We still know you're there. We just don't have a specific update at this time. Right. And be honest. Like, if you're a candidate going like interviewing for a job and something happened and you're no longer interested, then, you know, let them know things changed and I decided it's not the right fit for me. Um, Instead of, you know, making something up or ghosting, you know, just be honest. So what about to those recruiters, since I roped in corporate recruiters and agency recruiters too, right? From their perspective, when um, they're going forward with a candidate, a specific candidate, and they're going to give them an offer and say, okay, you're the one, we want you, um, but there's other three other candidates in the hopper and they didn't get it. Um, what do you recommend that that recruiter does? I think, you know, every candidate is owed feedback, even if it's, you know, not the greatest. I mean, I think Johnny would appreciate it if you told Johnny that it would be a great idea if he didn't do a video interview with a bottle of Jack Daniels in the in the picture. <laughs> Has or, that really happened? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We've, uh, you know, <laughs> being in the recruiting business for a very long time, I've seen it all. So um, I think uh, letting candidates know that uh, using foul language, talking politics, um, you know, presenting themselves with more energy on a more serious note – I think those things are very helpful, and you're going to help the candidate get the job the next time they go out, which is, hey, that's the name of the game. At the end of the day, we, we, want, every, we want everyone to find a job. Yeah, and this world is too small to burn bridges. Um, like if you're interviewing for a role and you end up ghosting them, your next role, maybe, the, maybe someone from that company switched or maybe – you know, you never know. Like people, people move jobs, people know people, and you know, it's too small to burn bridges. That's a great point. You don't want to burn a bridge. Always communicate, always reach out and say, Hey, sorry, I'm not interested anymore. Even though they're going to be disappointed that you're not interested, they're still going to be grateful that you told them. I don't think anybody in any circumstance likes to be left just in the dark about things. Nope. And that goes too. even, I mean, out in the the real world with friends or dating or whatever it may be, you know, if someone did something to upset you or you're no longer, longer interested in being friends with them or whatever, like, just let them know. This got into a dating <laughs> podcast session, didn't it? I'm trying to relate it to everybody. <laughs> You know, because honestly, I think ghosting is something that everyone has run into at some point in time, whether it's in looking for a job or, you know, out in your normal life. Like everyone has run into it. I think an important point, too, is a lot of the times like I'll I'll have a text message and I'll read it. And then when you whenever you read a text message, it it unhighlights, right, or it unbolds, and then if I don't respond right away, I completely forget to respond, or I'll do that with emails, too. I'll open it up, and I'll read it, and then I'll forget to remark it unread so that I can go back to it, and I'll forget for days, and I feel so terrible, but I think even if it's days later or weeks later, 
if you could just go back and, and say, hey, thank you for your patience. Sorry, I didn't get back to you right away. I was like in the middle of writing it. I didn't send it, whatever. And then say your piece on what you were going to say. Very good point. Because I feel like, I mean, just staying organized can help you from accidentally ghosting someone. Mm. Because I've done it accidentally. Like you said, you read a message and then you close it out because you're busy and then you never respond. And then you feel like a jerk afterwards because you're like, oh. "Oh." That's the worst. Yeah. When you you realize you've probably ghosted someone and you're like, oh, I didn't mean to to not respond. I, I completely meant to respond, but... Whatever, the kids are running around, you're making dinner, you just got home from work. It's a crazy life sometimes, you know? Right. So having that time, you know, putting it back to work-related, like to follow up with those emails, going back through them, making sure you're not forgetting to respond to something. Right. So I think a good boss bite would be if you do open that email and read it and think, okay, I'm not going to respond now, uh, but I'm going to respond later, maybe if you can throw it on your calendar and just, you know, throw it on for in the future, tomorrow, the next day and say, follow up with so-and-so just to jog your memory. This way you might be ghosting them for a couple days, but it's not a couple weeks now. You know, you're getting a little bit better. You're trying to improve. I'm going to boss up here and jump back to friends and dating. And here's the thing. We're all adults here, right? So sometimes... You meet a couple, you go out, you have dinner, and let's face it, you don't have that great of a time. And I think at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, people, they want to go out again, and you, and you just got to say, you know, hey, gosh, you know, we really enjoyed our time out together, but we got a whole lot of other friends that we enjoy hanging out with, and, you know, you just got to be honest. And I think dating is, is the same kind of way, not that I've dated for a very long time, but I think, you know, dating is the same thing. The worst thing back in the day I remember was, you know, I'm dating a girl. I kind of like her. And then all of a sudden she just doesn't call me back anymore. And that's, never that's ghosting. To you. It <laughs> most certainly has. And, uh, you know, so I just think ghosting in general, close the loop. Close the loop and make sure you in relationships in a positive way, in an honest way. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Don't, like, goes back to burning bridges, right? Don't burn that bridge. At least close it. They'll respect you more from just being honest, right? And not leaving them in the dark. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I don't think we have much more to say on that. I know. I mean, that was a fun topic. Yeah, it was. I like that. Fun, but not fun if you're being ghosted. Right. You don't <laughs> want to be ghosted. Uh, let us know if you have any other input or comments that you want to share with us, questions. Um, thank you so much to Next Path and the Tampa Bay Wave for, you know, helping this all to happen. We have such a blast hanging out with you guys. Until next time, live bold and boss up. This is an MJ Morning Show podcast quick fix on Radio Influence. Tell everyone the MJ Morning Show is back. Launched the MJ Morning Show podcast back in October. We started doing them every two weeks, and then we moved to doing new episodes every single week. So you could do us a huge favor and let everybody you know know 
that the MJ Morning Show is back. If you could spread the word on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, phone calls, email, I mean, wherever, just let everyone know that the MJ Morning Show is back and the best place to see all the episodes listed and to see all the platforms on which you can listen, download, subscribe. Go to MJMorningShow.com. The MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, MJMorningShow.com, and RadioInfluence.com.